Buenos dias from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from the 7th of September, 2023. Here's what's going down in Venezuela. Now, on Friday the 1st, the Puerto Rico Coast Guard had quite an adventure. They nabbed three Venezuelans after pursuing the Caribbean Sea, not too far from Puerto Rico. The citizens had approximately 1,700 pounds of cocaine and about 775 kilograms on their boat. The Coast Guard seized the cargo and handed over the three alleged smugglers to federal authorities on the island. According to the Coast Guard's press release, the individuals now face criminal charges and they will be trialed in the United States Federal District Court in Puerto Rico. The estimated market value of the confiscated cocaine, which is divided into 31 bales, amounts to approximately $19 million. Justice was served. On Thursday the 31st, Venezuela's Scientific Penal and Criminal Investigations Body, or CICPC, dismantled a human trafficking network. The network had been sexually exploiting young women whom they had lured within Venezuela and subsequently sent to Colombia. In a press conference, Douglas Rico, the head of CICPC, said that they had arrested two guys aged 19 and 21 plus a 17-year-old girl who was in charge of finding the victims who were mainly between 16 and 21 years old. This is not an isolated case. Human trafficking has been on the rise in Venezuela, and according to a report from the NGO Mulier Venezuela, in 2022 they had managed to rescue a whopping 1390 Venezuelan women, including 284 girls and teenagers from these trafficking networks. Speaking of Colombia, on Saturday the 2nd, the country's navy detained 19 Venezuelan migrants who were trying to reach Central America, all in the hopes of eventually making it to the USA. They were near San Andres Island at the time. The San Andres Coast Guard detected a suspicious vessel named Man of War and sprung into action. Now, it turns out this boat had zero permission to navigate, so they detained it. There were 13 adults, one of whom was pregnant, and six minors on board. The adults were handed over to Colombian immigration authorities, and the kids went under the care of the National Police for children and adolescents. The vessel's captain and another crew member were arrested. In other news, in his TV program Con Maduro, on Monday the 4th, Maduro announced a new mission aimed at helping Venezuelans abroad and making it easier for them to return to the new country. This initiative is built upon the Vuelta a la Patria plan, although it appears to have distinct features. While he didn't provide specific details, the main goal is to support all Venezuelan migrants who have faced xenophobia and exploitation in foreign countries. Maduro also mentioned that the Conviasa airline aircraft will be deployed to repatriate individuals who are registered on a special list at embassies and consulates. Now, on the topic of Maduro, on Thursday the 31st, he introduced the 2030 Development Plan during a Congress of Farmers, Fishermen, and Producers. The plan is designed to enhance agricultural production and secure food and sovereignty for Venezuela. Now, at the event, Maduro talked about the challenges that farmers face in obtaining gasoline and encouraged the president of PDVSA to improve fuel distribution and address logistical issues to stimulate agricultural production. To further aid agricultural producers and fishermen, he authorized their inclusion in the Homeland Card, a digital wallet that integrated into the state's electronic payment system. Maduro believes that these measures will contribute to Venezuela's economic prosperity and guarantee self-sufficiency in food production. Now, moving on, Wednesday the 6th, Capaya Rodriguez Gonzalez, the Venezuelan ambassador to India, announced that the Indian Oil Oil Company has plans to resume operations in Venezuela. Rodriguez conducted a meeting with executives from Indian Oil who displayed substantial interest in Venezuela's gas sector. She also pledged to collaborate with Venezuelan authorities and specialized organizations to explore the forging of a bilateral partnership with India in the field aiming to benefit both parties. 
On viral and shocking news on Sunday the 3rd, Jose Gregorio Velma Mora, a deputy of the Chavista National Assembly, made a statement saying that Maduro suffers because he can't raise the salaries of the citizens. However, many Venezuelans on social media perceive these comments as a mockery of the country's workers and condemn the deputy's remark. While Maduro is suffering with this issue, millions of Venezuelans are suffering daily because they can't afford basic necessities like food or medicine. In an election updates, the presidential hopefuls went out with their statements all out. On Thursday the 31st, independent presidential candidate Gloria Binho had some strong words for the candidates who had been disqualified from competing in the primary elections, best known as the opposition elections. In the press conference, she told them to step aside and make way for new faces in the political scene. She argued that getting disqualified is a big roadblock, and she didn't like some candidates who were tr- still trying to get public support. Now, what's interesting is she's still against discussing backup plans for disqualified winners. Instead, she thinks the runner-up should take the lead if the top candidate can't continue. She's not a fan of polls either, and she thinks they're unreliable. Machado certainly can't shy away from the statement playground, and on Tuesday the 5th, journalist Vladimir Villegas revealed that the opposition leader Maria Corina Machado does not intend to withdraw her presidential candidacy if she emerges victorious in the primary election on the 22nd of October. Machado's crew is pretty determined. Instead of throwing in the towel, they plan to exert more pressure on Maduro's regime with the help of the United States. They want to make sure she gets registered with the National Electoral Council, the CNE, no matter what. According to Vegas, Machado's team is confident they've got the support needed to take down Maduro on their own. Now, danger is still in sight. On Monday the 4th, Freddy Bernal, the governor of Tachira, announced that an individual had been arrested while trying to cross the border with Colombia, carrying 45 portions of a highly addictive drug, fentanyl. Now, this is the first known case of fentanyl seizure in Venezuela. Bernal has managed to intensify measures to curb the spread. Um, Now, the dangerous drug has already caused major problems in the United States. In better news, on Thursday the 31st, the Presidential Commission for the Rescue, Conservation, and Sustainable Development of Lake Maracaibo launched a plan to retrieve sunken boats and submerged structures within the lake. Josue Lorca, the Minister of Eco-Socialism, mentioned that all recovery materials will be repurposed into construction materials such as rebars. The action is just a piece of the larger puzzle to decontaminate Maracaibo's lake, a move that Maduro initiated in response to an environment damage caused by oil spills and album blooms. Now, no plans for the weekend? We have some exciting news for you. From the 16th of September to the 1st of October, the third edition of the Franco-Venezuelan Performing Arts Festival will take place. During this festival, they will pay tribute to the renowned Venezuelan dancer, Sonia Sanoja. Over the course of two weeks, the festival will offer a diverse program of theater, cinema, music, circus, and ballet. Some events are free, while others will set you back anywhere from $3 to $30. If you are an arts enthusiast, we are confident that you will absolutely adore it. Now that's it for this week. We have something important to tell you before we leave. As we told you last week, we have been doing these updates for a while. But unfortunately, the number of listeners is low and is increasing. If the number of listeners does not go up, we're going to have to stop doing the show. Generally, the audience gets bigger when listeners bring in friends and contacts. You can tell people about these updates. Foreigners living in Venezuela, English-speaking Venezuelans living abroad, Venezuelans who want to improve their English, diplomats and analysts who want to keep up with what's happening inside Venezuela, and of course, your friends. You can also post about us on the social media with the link to the Venezuelan update. It would really help. Please, if you have any other ideas on how to get more listeners or just want to contact us, send an email at venezuela at rorschach.com. 
or a DM via Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela or Twitter at Rorschach underscore VEN. Sorry for the bad news, and we hope that we can stay with you. Adios. Thank you.